everybody, welcome back to episode three of uh, Bar Talk, the uh, spirits and beverage podcast brought to you from the Relief and Resource Company in Fenton, Michigan. I'm John Foley, your host. Uh, with me, as always, Mark Miller and Courtney Booms. And we're here courtesy of um, our wonderful production partners, iLogic Media. We thank you guys for um, doing all that you do to help us put together these these awesome podcast episodes. Uh, today is a little bit of a departure from uh, the previous uh, two episodes, which were very informative, and we hope this one will be too. But like those were more um, kind of educational uh, podcasts. But today we're just going to try to have a little bit of fun and um, uh, bring you an episode called uh, "One in Rome" or "How to Find Drinking Success at Most Any Bar." So this episode is really about like you know what we work at a craft cocktail bar and. Uh, you know, we're trying to put together, you know, very involved and complex cocktails. But what we really want to talk about today is how to find a great drink no matter where you go. Um, and just, just in general, talk about stuff that we like to, to yep. imbibe in if we're at any place. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's like go. you're not always going to be at a craft cocktail bar or a sommelier-driven um, wine bar or, you know, a Cicerone Belgian beer bar with, you know, 50 <laughs> awesome beers on tap and up pot of mussels. So um, we're still talking about bar culture, but a little bit lighter. And uh, uh, I guess away we go. Yeah, so here we go. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess the, the the primary thesis here is that, you know, not all bars are created equal ones. Like every bar is every good bar is good at what it's what it's supposed to be. Right. So like a really good sports bar doesn't necessarily have to have great drinks. It just has to have, you know, really good TVs and a good environment and fun snacks and like a couple great beers on tap. Um, Solid chicken wings. Yeah. Very important. Yeah. For you, a sports bar. You baked, <laughs> baked or, or smoked or fried? Uh, you know, smoked preferably. I mean, give it to me anyway, really. Like, yeah. I just want it to be spicy as I'll get out. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A dry rub helps, mm, I yeah. think. Um, so like not every place is going to have like a, a mono bourbon selection or, um, you know, some places are just going to have a crappy wine list and that's fine because it doesn't need to have a good wine list. They just need to have, you know, red and white and stuff that's cheap and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but we're all, you know, constantly on the lookout for good drinks because that's what we do here. Of course. Yeah. So we want to navigate how to, how to find it wherever you are, I suppose. Certain so, tips and tricks you can do, you know. Hacks? Hacks. If oh. you want. Yes, yes. Bar, Bar hacks. hacks. Bar hacks. Bar hacks. <laughs> We're the first people to ever use that word. All right. So. <laughs> uh, where do you start? Um, I mean, for me personally, there's a lot of, like, routes you can go, but it's really hard to beat a highball. You know, they're very underrated, but it's a super simple, delicious drink. You just have to have a spirit and something to add The to almighty it. highball. Yeah. Yeah. So for... For those who don't know what that term officially means, it's really what we what we call a highball in our bar is essentially something that's this and that. So gin and tonic, scotch and soda, whiskey and ginger, vodka and cranberry. Those are those are highballs, and um, they can be your best friend at a wedding or a golf course or at and a very very average bar. Yeah, and matter of fact, that we're all drinking highballs currently. Actually. We are all drinking highballs, yeah. So we, I guess we can just start with this, yeah. like what we're doing. Like we usually save this till the end, but um, my highball choice typically, and it's a, the most popular cocktail in the world, is a gin and tonic. I love gin and tonics. I would drink them all year, uh, more so in the summer, but I am mostly fine with Tangray and bar tonic. However, gin and tonics have never been more popular than they are now. And there's a lot of really good tonic out there. So chances are, even if it's an average bar, they might have like a good tonic or at least an interesting gin because there's more gin on the shelves than there ever has been too. So 
that's a good way to get something that's slightly more interesting than the average drink. And like, all you gotta do is spy out the, the back bar and see if they have anything cool. Um, vary your fruit, I suppose. Like a gin and tonic with a grapefruit slice is nice. I went with the traditional lime today, but yeah, yeah, yeah. either or. And you guys, you guys have two of the whiskey classes. We went with whiskey, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, I, you go first. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, so I went with uh, Scotch and soda. It's usually, you know, my um, my my dive bar drink, my wedding drink, my you know golf it's a great drink. drink. Like yeah. you know, uh, just simply, you know, I chose to do. Uh, I really like uh, Monkey Shoulder blended Scotch uh, as my base spirit in there, and then just uh, soda water or Topo Chico fantastic for it mm -hmm. and then uh i like to do mine with a little bit of a lemon zest as well and you put orange bitters in yours too and orange bitters too yeah yeah, yeah. lift it a little bit oh just give it a little just a little, a little push yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> blended scotch is another thing like there's there are bars that you would not expect to have a nice bottle of blended scotch behind them that certainly do like you yeah. can totally get away with you know johnny walker or doers but Monkey shoulder is around. Yep. There's yep. enough money behind that to, to put it's behind a lot of bars that you don't. I've seen think. it in more bars than I have expected it to for sure. Right. Or I should say bars that I didn't expect to carry it. I right. Have, so if you go into a place with no cocktail list. Right. And you're not like that site to be there, or maybe you just don't feel like drinking daft beer and you want something nice, a scotch soda is a good pull. And you've got a classic. I've got a classic too. Yeah, I went with whiskey and ginger. So Irish specifically, I chose Jameson. It can be found on almost any bar, um, bar <laughs> shelf across the board. I like if you're say. not carrying Jameson, you're probably like a very, a, a very, very specific, specific yeah, like a specialty bar, yeah, yeah. yeah. or something like this. A bar right. that only serves Cosmos of multiple variations. <laughs> Somewhere <laughs> there is an Irish Cosmo on a menu. You know, there probably, is. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Right. I'd rather have the whiskey ginger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, all you got to do is add the Jameson. You got a little bit of ginger beer. I also added bitters when I'm with Angostura for this one, which technically makes it a buck, but a highball and a buck. Or I always add bitters cocktails. to a whiskey ginger. Yeah. Yep. Every time, and the ginger beer makes a big difference. It's like spice. the spicier the better in that particular drink. I yeah, think. and indeed bitters are like seasoning. So if you just want to add a little bit of a kick, like you said about the monkey shoulder with your orange bitters, it's just. Adding a new level. And we live in Michigan, so Verner's is huge for that drink. But I, Ooh, I need something yeah. spicier. Yeah. Be, yeah. Verner's is going to make it really sweet. Yeah. I true. think. Yeah. Verner's plays sweet to me. Um, also, like, I think generally a, a good bit of success in terms of, like, finding something awesome no matter where you go is generally being open-minded. And that's something that we that we love to see anyway. Yeah. It just even when people come into our bar, which has a lot of, a lot of options, right. yeah. but generally being open-minded and kind of being willing to have a discussion with the, the service staff will get you all sorts of options that you wouldn't, the you wouldn't think. With the service staff is really a huge one. I can't tell yeah. you how many times someone's been maybe a little overwhelmed about the menu mm -hmm. and they just want, they just want the recommendation right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and that's the best way to get it because uh, hopefully your staff knows that bar inside and out. They can ask you a few questions and then they've yeah. got you at least as close as you can possibly get. So my um, one of my flavor fixations is bourbon and peach, um, mostly because I love peach anything. Yeah. But there was um, one of the first times I ever had just bourbon, peach, lemon and ginger uh, and in like a like a elevated highball form was at a place called... Um, Oh no, no, I'm gonna forget it. It's in Louisville. It's a breakfast place that I go to when we're down there picking barrels. 
Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's like a little it's a, it looks like a dive bar, but you go in there and it has amazing food. And if I say I'm going to think of it later, and then I'm just going to blurt it out. And so if I do, if I do that and then I interrupt you, that's why. But I was drinking whiskey and ginger because I wasn't in the mood for Bloody Mary. It was like 11 or noon, like and it was totally vacation time. We're going to go pick a barrel of Buffalo Trace and Weller later. Um, so I can do what I want. And the bartender um, offered me whiskey, peach liqueur, lemon bitters and ginger beer. And it was great. I mean, I already liked the prize fighter cocktail, which is, you know, very similar, both honey and shake and no carbonation, but it was awesome. And I would have never ordered it if she didn't say, Hey, this is like, you know, this is like a simple cocktail that we do here. It's really, really popular. Give it a whirl. And really glad I asked because it was delightful. It sounds great for that time of day too. Like if you don't, like you say, if you don't want a bloody yeah. berry, like something a little bit lighter, like, you know, you're going to pick some barrels later. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be drinking a lot of bourbon. That yeah, day, it so. was great. So it was great. Yeah. Didn't have to drive out to Bar uh, uh, Bardstown that day. So I had to. <laughs> with, nice. with what I can only assume they would call down there a mess of eggs. A mess, a whole mess of eggs. Nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, dish on market. Dish, dish on, on dish market. On Mark? That's the place. If you're, if you're in Louisville and they're back open, I think they should be. Go there. Great place. Good. Well, thank you. Well done. <laughs> it's going to be really disappointed if I mess it up. going to eat at you all day. Yeah. Uh, also, look, okay, so another thing that I met that I have on the show sheet here is um, just because the spirits list is average and the wine list is bad, that doesn't mean you can't make a great cocktail. Yeah. Combo it. Yeah, the combo. Yeah. Um, you want to throw out a couple? I mean, favorites. well, we kind of talked about this before we started recording, but, uh, you know, the New York Sour. Wait, wait a second. Good. You're assuming – you're letting these people know that we do prep, show prep? I mean, you know, I mean, conversation-wise, yeah. Curtains up. <laughs> the illusion's gone. <laughs> yeah. The crown of illusions has descended. <laughs> but, yeah, the, uh, the New York Sour is a great one. It's basically – a whiskey sour, you know, traditional whiskey sours have egg white. You don't need an egg white for this one. You can, it's just, you know, bourbon, you know, probably if it's, you know, more of a dive bar, they have some type of sour mix and some type of syrup. And, you know, if they have like, you know, like a baseline, like Pinot or something like that, you have the whiskey sour base, float a little bit of like uh, red wine on top. Boom. Fruit forward New red wine is nice. Yeah. And I will even like it. I ordinarily hate sour mix. Like being anti-sour mix is kind of like part of the whole reason why we started this bar. Yeah. However, the addition of the wine sort of forgives the sour mix. Yeah, it mellows out the like the weird like tanginess you can get sometimes. Yes. You know? Yes. And some tannins to cover up the extra sweetness. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But the chances are most people have a sweetener or a simple syrup anyway, and they can squeeze a lemon if they're not too busy. So there's a few ways to manufacture it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Or some yeah. other ones. Uh, similar vibes, but uh, switching it up to beer, you can always go with like a beggar's banquet. Hopefully, we've got a nice that's light. Oh, ale, I right? forgot about so that. That's going to be yeah. bourbon, lemon, maple, and then float. Uh, and that can even be like breakfast ale. maple syrup. Honestly, right. true. Yeah, yep. it doesn't have to be. And like also, too, like product. maple. You know, maple old fashions are a thing you see a lot these days. So that's true. It's a good bet that there's some form of maple syrup, or you know, like we said, some mm -hmm. type of sweetener yeah. sitting around somewhere. These days, if they serve food, they have maple syrup. Especially if it's a place that accommodates children, because they have a kids menu that, and they have to have it. Yeah, and that's that's legit great drink for sure. And it can be any red or brown ale on tap. That's true. I mean, probably all fits you best, but I mean, an amber would be great. Yeah, easy, just anything easy going, nothing too hoppy. Right. Yeah. 
around here it would be like Alaskan Amber or Fat Tire. Yeah. And both of those yeah. would be pretty good. And yeah, easily to find for most spots, yeah. I'd say. And then you can jump on a slightly different train if they have ginger, which might be the, the one outlier. Go gin, lemon, ginger, and pub ale. And that's called, I think, a Pete's Ginger Brew. That was started in Hawksmoor in London. Uh, similar vibes, a little more summery in my opinion. I would drink with Pete. Yeah. Pete sounds like a good guy. He's a good guy. Dude. <laughs> Love him. Yeah. And um, another super easy one that I'm sure most people are hip to, but you kind of forget some of the stuff when you're in a bar that's not a craft cocktail bar, but you can get a French 75 anywhere. Literally anywhere. Oh, yeah. Just, I mean, you need champagne. gin, you need lemon, you need sugar, and you need champagne or even Prosecco or Cava would be fine. And that's another combo drink. It doesn't even have to be expensive bubbles, and it can be fantastic. Really refreshing. Yeah. French 75. It's a great one. Okay. <laughs> it's one of my number one summer recommendations. What he said. That's my contribution. For people though. sitting out on the patio, they just absolutely love the French 75. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, and another one too that I just thought of that's it's kind of more of a you know it's not necessarily like a simple drink but it's a classic great one that probably most bars could accomplish is a daiquiri you know right rum lime juice a little bit of sweetener or sugar you can even get a passable daiquiri with like a sugar packet oh yeah absolutely if you just have the, the lime juice you yeah. can you can crank out a, a relatively passable passable daiquiri yeah. With a sugar packet. I'm just picturing someone grabbing like five sugar packets, ripping off the top, popping it in the shaker. I'll, I'll tip for that. As yeah. long as it's not like yeah. sweet and low. Yeah. That might give you a funky aftertaste. And not the like rum punk that uh, you want. Right? Right, right. You know, a stevia daiquiri. You're going to rip a stevia daiquiri. Yeah. Uh, another good one, and this is, this is easy to get in Michigan now because we have amazing produce, um, is a stone fence. And this is a fantastic drink and really all you're doing is you're putting base spirit typically whiskey but it could be anything into alcoholic uh hard cider and it's wonderful now uh shout out to our dear friends uh james and brenna uh regulars of ours from down the street they have literally made the stone fence like an art form yeah where <laughs> they are constantly trying to like because we carry like four or five ciders in the in the fridge at all times um constantly trying to find the best match yeah between right, spirit yeah. and cider so like chavo and tequila yeah mango habanero right. cider tequila mm -hmm. um i can't remember some of the other ones they like to do uh like a like a sweeter like there's a there's a caramel apple cider that we carried for a little while with like rye whiskey yep. is another one of their poles that they really like to do that sweet spice. I think, we did, I think we did the pineapple sage cider with gin. Which, oh, yeah. Which kind of slapped pretty hard. One. Yeah, that was good. Yep. We're getting more of that cider in tomorrow. So nice. We'll revi revisit that highball later. But all of these are things that you can you can MacGyver at any bar, really. I mean, all you have to do is kind of just look at what they have. And you can really put together something really, really decent. It's and, a puzzle game. Yeah. yeah. And again, it's like don't, don't be afraid to ask, you know, because if you don't ask, you'll never know. Right. About the back sure. bar, what they right. have, you know, sure. in the coolers, what, you know. Yeah, I always remember, like, there's a, there are plenty of, of things on the internet about um, the irritation that service staff has for guests. I promise you, we're not like that all the time. We kind of tend to give back what we get. So, right. um, you know, if somebody's rude, then that, you know, that sucks, and then we're going to be grumpy. But um, if you don't ask, you know, we can't help. And most of the time, we're really willing to help. We really want to help. Um, if you ask and they don't want to help and they're immediately grumpy just because you asked, that is totally on them. And, right. you know, they're bad. Mm -hmm. um, you probably won't go back. But I would say most service staff are just 
kind of into having a conversation that's not the same conversation over and over again. Yeah, absolutely. Like one of my one of my opening lines behind the bar is if I can tell that there's someone, a guest who is coming in for their first time, I'll, I'll tell them, don't look at the menu. Talk to me. Have a conversation. Let's see, you know, what you like, what you're mm -hmm. looking for. I can help you out. And that's more fun for me personally. I think you guys can agree as well than yeah. just making the same drinks over and over because they're just looking I mean, at the menu. I mentioned briefly that one of the one of the key points that I get those questions from is that they're just overwhelmed by the quantity of what mm -hmm. we have on the menu. Yeah. We have a lot on offer. We want to give you like the best variety of cocktails, but not everyone's looking for whiskey cocktails and it might seem a little heavy or mm -hmm. you know something sure. like this. So jump on the jump on the bandwagon of like asking someone about hey i really like citrusy i don't want it too sweet but i love some bubbles and then boom french 75 or tom collins mm -hmm. or they want to go like with a tequila route maybe the el diablo and and any good bartender or service staff should be able to at least get you close like i mentioned yeah before, yeah. Right? yeah absolutely and play to the bar strengths so if you're in a sports bar go with one of the Beer yeah. cocktails that Courtney mentioned, chances are they have a lot on tap. If you're in a sp spot that you know does brunch and happens to have a bar, juice forward cocktails, sparkling wine cocktails, they're probably going to be, you know, really, More really good at. Yeah. If you're in a spot that has like really, really good food or elevated food, but maybe a simpler bar menu and you don't see anything that you like, chances are they're going to have something cool juice wise, or um, or mints or something herbal, and you could really do something really simple and they might just like the challenge and and enjoy making something that's not the same old thing over right. and over again yeah, absolutely i have to admit when they ask those questions and i'm able to pull something out of the back of my memory from like a really past menu or just like a classic that we haven't made in a while that's super fun and just yeah. introducing someone to something new right like i've never had this before that's amazing i'm gonna mm -hmm. ask for this every time i go somewhere and also i think helps us grow as as bartenders as well because a lot of times when people give me the um, ability to just create something for them. Oh, yeah. A lot of times that's how I come up with, you know, my new menu drinks. Cause right. I'll, I'll try something out for yeah. a first time. Be like, you know what, that kind of works. Let's, let's work on it and think about yeah, it. Yeah. You do something simple and then something even more interesting grows from that. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Which yep. is pretty great. Um, also, uh, one that I just thought of, and I, we could just keep listing drinks forever. So I'll, I'll make this the last one, but, um, the classic champagne cocktail. I just totally forgot mm. about it. Ridiculously simple. Literally all you need is sugar in the bottom of a flute, bitters, yeah. sparkling wine. Wow. Delicious. And it slaps. It's a very <laughs> good drink. It's a very, very good drink. Um, looks fancy and you're really still just drinking wine. So it's not even as strong as a, as a regular cocktail. If you want to pace yourself. You had some couple people at your rail drink those all night. They were night. jamming them all night last night. Yeah. Good for them. They held it together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that really is kind of it. I mean, I I don't have much more than that. I think the the whole gist of today's episode is just you know don't despair because you can get great drinks. Yeah, anywhere. wherever you go, really. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you know, like we said, the the questions to ask. You know, is it, be comfortable to ask questions. You know, have those conversations with your bartenders. Yeah. Hopefully, they'll you know give that give that back to you as well. So we're into it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And just the open-mindedness is the the overall kind of theme I, I read yeah. in the show sheet is just know where you're at and accept it so that you know that you're having a good time, right? Right. Mm -hmm. I'm not super into beer, but if I'm going to go to a, a, a brewery, then I'm going to try something out. I'm going to yeah, see sure. what it's like. And if I don't like it, I don't have to drink it, but I'm glad I tried it. Right. Like The first time I went to Valentine was a long time ago before their whiskey program was really, really kicking. And I don't drink very much vodka. 
but I went there and I, I checked it out and I had a vodka cocktail because that's what they do. And I ended up finding stuff that I really thought was really decent. And I think that that's there. It, it, I think by the time you're at the end of your week and you're finally at the pub or at the bar, you have made so many decisions that week that you get there and you're just like, you're I'm going to have this. And I hear this all the time. I'll just have a something. And that word just, just, it kind of implies that you don't want to make any decisions and that you're tired and that you just want to have something that you're going to enjoy. Um, or the, uh, the, I like everything, you know, nobody likes everything. Nobody likes everything. Or I'll have what you like. <laughs> be like, it doesn't really matter what I like. Right. Yeah. The point is to make your experience great. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So don't despair. Don't feel like you have to order, um, you know, Napa cab or uh, Moscow meals for the rest of your life because you might find really cool things, even at bars that don't have cocktail programs. And also don't feel, don't feel like bad or embarrassed or ashamed. If you go into, you know, like a fancier cocktail bar and you do just want like a Moscow mule, like if that's what you're feeling in the moment, order that Moscow mule. Yeah. Like no yep. shame. Like, drink what you like. Right. That's what I like about here because you can have somebody drinking a, a $70 um, uh, pour of whiskey. Yeah. And then literally right next to them could be like Evan or Ryan nailing nail on cores and a shot of Ariel Barton. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's great. It's great to be able to have that vibe like all together. But yeah. um, truly don't say I uh, like everything because I'm going to start buying Malort and I'm just going to give it to you. Yeah, and, uh, let's do wow. it. <laughs> that's going to happen. Uh, anything else? Anything else for the people before we, we let, them, I mean, let them go? I mean, like some, some places that I like uh, in the Michigan area, at least in Detroit, where it's like, uh, maybe not a super high-end bar, but they've got enough on the rail that you can find something that you like. It's so like Honest John's or Second mm -hmm. Bus mm -hmm. or um, maybe like the Detroit Shipping Toe. Is that the container that's over by Founders there? I've not been to that one. Oh, yeah, um, I, don't, I haven't either. Yeah. It's more of a venue, I guess, but they've just got nice, simple stuff going on. Yep. Uh, I've had pretty good, simple cocktails at Crunchies in uh, East Lansing. Um I think there's something to be said too that I was just I was just thinking about this that like even if you don't get the best of drinks at a certain place but you really love the vibe of the place mm -hmm. and going there keep supporting them because you know if, as long as you're having a good time you're going out you're hanging out with friends or doing your own thing whatever like and they're treating you right I mean, yeah and they're treating you right absolutely yeah. you can always answer, always tell a place like, that has passion yeah yeah absolutely yeah they're there for a reason yeah. mm -hmm. and it's your happiness oh. Oh, I'm not going to top that. Cheers. I would say that's a, that's yeah. a, that's a good <laughs> note to end on. Uh, okay, so uh, on behalf of Mark and Courtney, I'm John, and thank you for joining us for episode three. Um, fire up for episode four because we're all going to get on that rum train. Yeah. And Jumping on the rum and train. There's, it, it never stops until the end. There it are no stops ride. in between. No, no, no. Long train. But it's going to be a fun episode. Yeah, R&R &R rides the rum train coming up next. <laughs> None of us are going to work the, that night afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> we won't be able to. All right, thanks, guys. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Yeah.